Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In a kind of act of true, what would you call it? Like chaos. I thought it was chaotic that you messaged me on a Sunday to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just the state I'm in at the moment. I was yeah. like, and the, my attitude with the podcast is like, even if I'm like, I should just do one thing every day, like that's productive. Like podcast is my like bare minimum effort because I'm like, at least I just get to catch up with Eli. Yeah, exactly. We just get to have a little chat. And I would say in a true act of like humbleness or like, I don't know what's the opposite of like narcissism, but we've actually both turned off self view. That was an amazing, and you you suggested it, and I really feel like wow, like truly, I'm like my eyes are open more than usual. Same. It feels I feel like, like I can really see you. Yeah, but also like something could be wrong. Like the killer could be behind me, and I wouldn't know. Like it would be up to I you. I would tell. I would tell you. You wouldn't notice. You don't reckon? No, you you, I'm, I know I'm not a details person, <laughs> but I would notice a murderer You'd be behind like, I you. Where was this your flatmate? <laughs> That's that's what Michael looks like, eh? <laughs> Tall and with a gun. <laughs> and a hood. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. It's so radical to do a podcast, but also, you know, like, is this the first one of the year? Yeah. In which case... We did one pre-Christmas, and we boldly said, we're not back for a bit then. Yeah, we did, We eh? really... We, we actually were very clear. We were very clear, and then our... Weirdly, our producer was like, you should get back into it. Yeah, we got a bit of a kick up the ass. Yes. Yeah. I was like, okay, when you start delivering the checks, like, we'll turn up. <laughs> we love Tim and everything he does is yeah, beautiful. He, oh, he's amazing. He's, it's more actually like, um, we want to do a podcast, he produces it free, rather than like, he pays us to do a podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> also, we do live around the corner for each other, but we are doing it via Zoom today. And that is because there's a cyclone, really, I think. Yeah, and that's just like my Sunday attitude. I was like, I'm actually feel like we have learned some stuff from the pandemic and one is like don't go over like you can just do it on a computer yeah if i was coming around your house i would have had to shower because i did do a gym class but then also went to a house viewing <laughs> covered in sweat <laughs> heaven at least they'll oh. know you know at least they'll know that people buying the house are fit and healthy exactly that's <laughs> what you want um the theme song should play now cue theme song Sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the mail game. They're both mail, and they're both gay. The mail game. And welcome to the mail gays, and welcome to 2022. Yeah, Can you and, believe it? And welcome to um, what season is it? Like zodiac wise, I believe it's Aquarius season. In fact, so I know to it for Aquarius sure. Season to all our water my signs, Aquarius. We welcome you with open Aquarius, and fluid arms. Chris, Aquarius is an air sign. Oh, it is. Isn't that isn't that effed up though? That it's is got aqua in it, and like literally the sign for it is 
Like water. Yeah. That's effed up. You you could not have a more watery word than Aquarius. Yeah. What are they doing? What are they playing? That's very Aquarius. And I say that not knowing what an Aquarius is. But I've learned now, like in this day and age, you just could say like, oh, that's classic whatever. And, and people then, will be like, people will be like yeah, because yeah, no one actually knows. So you'd be like, oh, that's classic Scorpio behavior. God. Everyone's like, yeah. Well, I'll tell you who knows, though. Your bloody sister, Liv. We She's were, Aquarius. Yeah. That's why we were talking about it on set the other day, working actors. Working oh. actors. Oh, yes. You, you, did, you did some working. You did some acting with my sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish she was here because we could do like a roving interview with her. I could like, yeah, walk over great. and be like, what are the qualities of an Aquarius? Yeah, well, I should know because so Sam and Joseph are both Aquarius. Both relationships in my flat are Sagittarius Aquarius unions, huh. which are, according to the stars, good. Good. <laughs> good. Yeah. I'm getting texts. What is this? Like 2008? <laughs> I have two friends that I contact mainly via text message on the iMessage app, and they are, and I reckon we'll be have the same Leon and Sophie. Oh, why terrible content to have for a podcast? Just name people. <laughs> now it's interesting to think about who do you text versus who you message. I yeah. live in the apps. I live and breathe in the apps, and I feel like I'm a little, I'm a little gutter rat. You know, like if someone's if you're on Instagram, you could just message me and I'll be there. Like that's how I feel. Just like sort of stewing in the sewers of Instagram. For me and you, I feel like if we're if we're just wanting to chat about something fun it's usually via instagram dm but if we're doing a podcast that's via facebook messenger <laughs> yes <laughs> and if i was to invite you to something uh a text yeah or if someone had died a text <laughs> what how i mean how can we know that that's not happened before well i think i would call or text <laughs> okay yeah i think i would call never tell you someone had died over instagram <laughs> you could <laughs> also because you want the i tell flow. you over snapchat <laughs> Yeah. I actually, my one of my good friends, dear friends, used to um, like every major life advice, uh, life um, moment, they would communicate through me through Snapchat, like babies, engagements, everything through Snapchat. And now it's like a running and joke. Like crazy. the most important news gets told through the worst version of like the do messenger. St- do you still have a Snapchat account? I do. And the app's active on your phone. It's active on my phone. But it's funny how some apps apps become different things. Like, mm. so for me, like, Twitter is like a porn website. Like, because I deleted my Twitter account. So it's like, that's just, that's only what Twitter's for. And Snapchat mm. is a purely an app designed for my family to communicate with each other. That's all Snapchat is. Like, it's nothing quite else. A pe- quite a lot of people have their flat chats on Snapchat. Or like... Yeah, because they can... Um, well, there's like Snapchat groups, I think it just sort of formed and, um, I'm actually going to do a war. I'm do- I, this is, I don't have self use, so I can't actually show I'm, It's called Parker fam. And wow. like at the end of the day, I will just like click onto Parker fam and everyone's uploaded little videos to the group. So it plays out like a little movie and it gets to be like a catch up on everyone's day, but it's like. Baby walked for the first time. Baby talked for the first time. We got a dog. And it's like me just being like, <laughs> uh, what do you think of the new mirror? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like we bought a new rug. It's expensive. You know, that's kind of, the, those are my updates, which always feel like n- no one's ever very interested. But they're like, whoa, nice. 
They but rugs trying. and mirrors are your babies. They are my they are my children. Do you have apps for specific needs? <laughs> yes, I would say almost every app that I use <laughs> is for a specific need. No, but do they? <laughs> but I feel like not the need that they were like actually designed for. What do I have? It's hard to even know without looking at my phone. What apps eh, do you have on your phone? <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> Messenger. Well, Discord now. I do use you, Discord I like sometimes. Discord. Same. Tell me, are you part of any Discord thread that isn't our group improv Discord thread? I am. <gasps> wow. I, re- I, I was in on Discord before because I was part of two. One wow. used to play um, Among Us, which oh, was a yes. game that was popping off during the pen during the during the pen uh, the now finally over pandemic. Oh, thank God we're over. It. <laughs> I say on this day where we had eight hundred new cases. <laughs> um, and the other, um, I was a, a game as well. We we have a game called a group called Egg Sluts, which we used to play the board game Wingspan, and then we because you can talk to each other while you play it, it's, and it's a good app. So how can you have multiple? Like when you go onto Discord. The app, mm. like, because I've only just got this the Snort channel, which is the yeah. improv group. But you've got like, and then within that, there's millions 10, of threads. Chats. Yeah, yeah. So the same, but yeah, oh, where so you your have profiles snort. on the side would be the different. Gr- okay, interesting. With a different photo. Yeah, I tell you what, my family we keep in touch using WhatsApp, and I hate this. Yes, yeah. and I hate WhatsApp. Do you know what? We also have a family WhatsApp. As well as a family <sighs> Snapchat, which makes no sense to me. All I know is that if someone sends a photo on the WhatsApp, it'll end up in my camera roll. That's that the is, only difference. And I am infuriated by it because I'll be like, <laughs> oh, God, when did I save 20 new photos? Oh, they're all photos of my sister's nephew that she sent me. I, <laughs> my camera roll is just clogged up with things from WhatsApp. And I'm sure it's an easy fix. I'm but sure, I, I think it's a literal like a doop. But actually, to go into your settings, to change your settings for an app is as much work as like, Marie condoing your whole wardrobe or something like it's like such rigmarole to like go to settings on my phone like yeah. mentally I'm like I'm going I'm traveling you know where exactly. it's, like, it's like it's like thumb movements it'll take 30 seconds but in my brain I'm like just the idea of like settings notifications apps whatsapp you know like that is just too many hurdles for me well, it makes me feel like I'm doing co- the coding. I'm like behind the scenes on the app. <laughs> You're I'm like um, Benedict hacking. Cumberpatch. In... <laughs> exactly. What is it? <laughs> the imitation game? Yeah. I'm Alan Turing. <laughs> no, you're Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm building a computer <laughs> when I change the settings on my phone. We're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny bit. What's crazy about WhatsApp as well is, did you know this? It's fucking owned by Facebook as well. So it's like, why are we using it instead of Facebook oh my Messenger? God. It's, the same, it's, so it's the same stupid. dude. And now when I see it, it's like, <laughs> Meta welcomes you. I'm like, oh, I bet they do. Do you? What do you think about the Metaverse? I, well... <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. Not this. No. My whole body says no. Yeah. Whenever I, I see it. or hear a single thing about it or NFTs, both of them. I don't get NFTs. And I, here's the thing. I'm like, it's already begun. So it's like when I inevitably go like, oh, it's time to get into the metaverse like because everyone's there. You yeah. know, I'm going to be like, oh my God, like you cannot get a house in the metaverse either. Like, you know, like all the real estate will be booked up or whatever it is. I don't, I'm just not going to get it. And I'm going to be so late to the game. And everyone's like, we've already shopped here, you know, like, 
Did you know that Harcourts already has no. a virtual real estate like division? No. Why? It's like, I don't need another space where I can't afford a house. <laughs> so bad. What is it? Is it a room? Is is it like a? It's a universe. It's a verse. It's verse. We know it's verse. It's verse. It's very versatile. I guess it's like yeah. I mean, I guess it is. I no. I can't confidently say anything about it. The 2022 <laughs> podcast is us each week, like doing as much research as we can to put our finger on. What exactly is the metaverse? Yeah, and by the end of the year, we'll be able to tell you. That's what, is, or a new segment, which is just like, <laughs> what is the metaverse? Or do we understand the metaverse yet? We should just we should just devote factor the gay entirely to the metaverse. Wait, here's the new segment. It's called "How close am I to using the metaverse?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we predict how far away okay, we are let's from begin. our first feature into it. How close do you think you are to using the metaverse? <laughs> three years. Honestly, three years. Yeah. How close, gonna... are you, how close are you to using the metaverse? Well, I would say a year, like because of um, how successful I am on the app TikTok, mm. <laughs> I would be Congratulations. like... Congratulations. Thank you. I'm like making my way into the metaverse in a sense, maybe. Like, because I'm like, oh, I'm already... Oh, I thought I was just gonna. I thought I was just gonna be a millennial on Instagram, and I'm already a millennial on TikTok. Mm, but yeah. what I would say is that I don't see like Gen Z popping off for the metaverse. Mm, it's like it's almost like Gen X. What it's almost what like a Gen do you X do space. There? You have meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I don't want to go to a meeting. That's what I'm worried about. That's when I'm like. Sounds that's like when work. it's like. Yeah, it's, uh, that's what I. That's what I think for both of us could be our first venturing into the metaverse is when we have a worker meeting and they're like, "Should we do it on Meta?" And then we have to cr- fucking create an avatar so we can have oh a chat with. My God, a I don't gig. know. You have to do Marinda about <laughs> doing a post. You're like, hey, you've got 15 minutes. Oh in the metaverse you got 15 minutes for briscoes <laughs> all their stuff on where's Meta. the gig it's in the metaverse <laughs> oh you'll need to create yeah do you, so do you create a little creation like a bitmoji i think it's it's yeah it's all bitmojis here's i so i did listen to the new york times podcast about it and here's why it's cursed is that every other space of the internet has started devoid of um advertising it started for the purpose of like social networking or for the purpose of like learning for the sake of learning and then advertisements have slowly taken over all those spaces so facebook Mm. has gone from being just for social networking to slowly becoming fully controlled by advertising. This is starting from a place of it's already all advertising. It's already all buying stuff. We love a capitalist nightmare. Yeah. Have you read this book? Eli. I haven't. I just bought it for Sam for his birthday. You need to say the book's name. It's a podcast. Oh, sorry. It's called Gritter and Valden. But when I bought it from the woman's bookshop, they were like, you're just in time. We just got that back in. I have almost finished it. Congratulations. Thank you, which is a huge achievement for me. I'm like, mm. very short chapters, very fun to read. Every Gorgeous. character's gay. It's set yes. in Auckland and a little bit in Wellington, and it is fun to read because you're just like, oh, these characters are just around the corner. Like, And sometimes I like to walk <laughs> around. Sometimes, I mean, once or twice I walked around the city and was like, mm, I can sense the characters are around here. Which Gritter is, and Valdemar, yeah. 
which I was thinking so about. Brother and sister, right? Brother and sister. Mm. Yeah, a lot of mm. fun. And I right. reckon, like, you'd read it and be like, "This is based on me." Like, it's really funny because yeah. Valden is like gay and like is like a host for a travel show, and so like could easily be one of us. <laughs> Like, if the cards fall out, fall out right, it could be one of us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> how far away? Sense. Okay, how far away are you from hosting a travel show? Like, I would say, oh, 10 years. I don't know. I think a lot of travel shows are going to be made in the last... Because travel is going to start up, and then every TV network is going to be like, we've got to make a, a travel <laughs> show. <laughs> we've, got get, we've got to get on the road. <laughs> yeah. Enough of this country. Enough of, like, here are some more hidden spots of, of Aotearoa. It's like, no, nah, yeah. we've... We've seen it all. We all did something new. Yeah. And we all did all the, the new things we could. We did all the new... And it was like, it's only, it only so big. This is what I've been reading. Shuggy Bane. You heard of this one? No. You heard of this one, man? No. <laughs> book chat. <laughs> it won the Booker Prize. So Sam got me that for Christmas. And it is um, set in Glasgow. And it's Scottish gay son, alcoholic mother. So a gay Not book? Not a single gay, gay book. Gay, gay, happy, gay, sad, gay, horny, gay, gay, incredibly sad so far, and like sad to the point where like just that one happy thing has happened, and we're two hundred fifty pages in. Yeah. It is bleak, but it's good. I but it's bleak. Oh, I do actually. Michael got this one. I want to read that. Things I learned. At I, art yes, school. I almost got that. I've heard great things about it, but mm. um, all my gay books are sad. <laughs> All my gay books are so <laughs> All sad. My gay books are sad. That's what my total yeah. would say. Do you want this, Michael? Uh, this is Michael just like listening to the podcast. Oh my gosh, what Michael's, are you saying? This is the first time Michael's voice has been on the podcast. Uh, I'm just saying probably who bought those gay books first. Oh, Michael bought the gay books first. Yeah, but I bought some say gay books. He's trying to chip in here. He'll have a really this. he'll have a metaverse experience when he listens back. Like, does he I'm listen a- to every episode? I think so. Sam does as well, and then because he'll hit me up if I've se- if I've said anything about. I wouldn't say it's a big commitment to listen to every episode. You're listening no, to a podcast not. once a month. Yeah, it's <laughs> 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 not a lot of work. Has <laughs> he listened to every episode? Yeah, all twelve episodes. All twelve episodes last year. He, he managed to, to get through it. <laughs> Before we did in July, and then um, sort of a couple scattered throughout the year. Oh, it's good to be back. It is good to be back, and we're on form. Um, do you how are you th- handling... Oh, no, you go. Oh, I was just going to say, how are you handling uh, the humidity? Oh, I actually... At po- at, I really want to like it. Um, mm. I think it would be... I think it's like the most alpha thing you could do it's like a friend who really enjoys spicy food and you're like fuck they get it it's like to be just like sweating and just like chatting and comfortable and like humidity and like wearing the appropriate things like the mother from call me by your name you know she's like sweating in that silk shirt like i think about that i really want to hold myself like that so i'm just trying to be um use it as a way to like weaponize my friendships and be the most powerful person in the room (laughs) (laughs) that's how i'm treating humidity but i'm finding it hard but we've got aircon oh that's good do you have aircon yeah we've got aircon as well and honestly and it's always on it's on just turn it on i know (laughs) that makes such a difference and that's actually something you do in your 30s 
You just leave it on. You just leave it on. And you don't lie Same with the heat pump in winter as well. It's like, you, you just leave it on. <laughs> and you don't, and I'm not, <laughs> I refuse to wear a jacket indoors. You know, like, I'm not, yeah, I'm Michael, not wearing a jacket I, indoors. Last night I was like, my feet are cold. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was cold. <laughs> um, um, oh, here's my sister. She's about to walk through the door. We can finally ask her those questions. Hey, Labs, I'm just doing a podcast with Eli, but quickly, what are like the defining qualities of an Aquarius? The defining qualities of an Aquarius? I think creativity. Creativity. Mm, Self-proclaimed. Um, humanitarian. <laughs> humanitarian. Okay. Well, okay. Um, okay, Greta Thunberg. <laughs> um, I don't know if empathy is on. I don't know. Empathetic. Everyone, oh, yeah. everyone that says, the only one is like quite to be kind of cold. <laughs> like, okay. Humanitarian, but a little bit cold. I it is Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg is surely. I'm going to Google her. Well, not. I don't know if she's that creative though. Greta, but she's a good speaker. How how could you? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Thunberg is Greta Thunberg Aquarius. <laughs> um, I love that everyone just agreed to. Um, oh, here we go. Olivia found it. Advanced, self-reliant, clever. Exceptional, optimistic. Some of these don't check out with you, I don't reckon. Self-reliant. <laughs> Are you ki- Pisces reckon... cusp? Oh, she's a Pisces cusp. And that yes. checks out a lot. That we were actually, that was a big part of the chat we had on on set the other day. Right. I reckon Greta's a Leo she's or maybe a... even a Taurus. No, she's actually a Capricorn and that checks out a lot. Mm. I know Capricorns very well. I'm marrying one. Oh. Yeah, he's got, he's got five Capricorn signs. Very smart, very stubborn, very stubborn. Yeah, um, that's good though. I kind of like when people are stubborn. I'm like, they know what they want. They know what they want. Yeah, I know. and c- especially because I am someone who will adjust, or at least try to adjust mm. very quickly. And I'm like, and then later, and then months later, I'll be like, man, I was a real weak piece of shit when I um. Decided to kind of go with the flow in that moment. And I feel like it always comes out. You see everyone's traits the most just before ordering dinner at a restaurant. Like that's yeah. when really it all comes out to play. And especially when it's like sparkling water for the table or just normal water. And everyone's trying to work out whether it's going to be like $6 a bottle, sparkling, but decanted. And so free all night. Mm. And like they just want to know what the vibe is. And it's like, ah. Oh, and then someone will just be like, we'll take sparkling and just makes the call. And then I you see that bottle of activities come out and you're like, no. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. No one likes sparkling water that yeah. enough to pay that much. But also one bottle of antipodes, if there's like three of you, you know, it's worth it. And do you know what I like to do now? Is buy antipodes from the supermarket. Not all the Gorgeous. time. But I love it because you're like, huh. This is like $16 at a restaurant and I'm drinking this for like $3.50 at the supermarket and that feels like a smart hack. I like having a uh, LaCroix at home. That's my go-to sparkling water of choice. You never see a LaCroix as an option at a restaurant. That's so true, actually. That is weird. You would happily see a can of Coke. You would see, and you would see an almighty sparkling you water. Would definitely see an almighty. Maybe almighty have cornered the market in that sense. They have, they have them at here of the here of the dog. Is that what it's called? Here and turtle. Here, here and turtle. They have it at power of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch is down here. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Have you seen that flick? 
I listen. I actually loved it, and I've I loved it to a few people who did not enjoy it. But I think it was really something. I thought the scenery was beautiful, and I what I loved is that actually I spent the whole movie going, "Am I enjoying this?" And then at the end, I was like, oh, "When the when the twist." Mm. Because there is a twist. Yeah. I'm not going to say what it is, but there's a twist. And as soon as the twist happened, it all clicked into place. And I was like, okay, it's, a per- it's actually a perfect a perfect film. And we forever on this podcast have, like, I would say one of our greatest episodes ever is defining whether a gay movie is either horny or sad. And mm. every gay film in our opinion sits into either strictly one of those genres. I would say this is the f- one of the first movies I felt like defy the genre of horny or sad. Yeah. Because I wouldn't say it's strictly either. It's more angry. It's revenge. Yeah. And I thought that was fun. That was really fun. So it borders on sad, but it's more. It's not like wallowing in heartbreak. It's like, it's fun. Mm. Have you watched Yellow Jackets? I have. Not all cool. of it. Have okay. you? Yeah, we just finished it. We did what we always do with every TV show, which is watch eight of the ten episodes, and then wait three months. And why then do the I, final why two. is that disease? I have that disease too. I don't too. know. What is it? There must you're be a word for it. You're just racing through and racing through, and then suddenly you're like, I, get I think it. it's maybe because it's like, yeah, and it's also <laughs> like, well, we've got so little to go that we'll just do it when we're ready. Yes. And then you're like, oh, suddenly, God, I'm loving it again, again, you want to get on that, and you're finally on that buzz where you're just enjoying it, and then it's like, now you just need to finish it, and you're like, oh, no, I'll put that off for a couple of weeks now. What was most cursed is how many people I recommended it to who then finished it before me. Yeah. <laughs> Eli, it's so weird that you said that because I literally, I would say we're at episode six and it's been two to three weeks. Yeah. And we could have easily- You've just fin- got to hammer through them. What is that? What is that about? You've got to tweet that. There's a tweet in that. Yeah, there is something in that, eh? Absolutely. Especially because the way TV shows work- is it all goes down in the last two? Like, yes. You're, you want to, you're wanting to get to those last two episodes when it all goes down. And I can tell you, with Yellow Jackets, it, does. it all goes down. And let's just give a moment over for our Queen of the Week. Queen of the Week. Melanie, Melanie Linsky. Linsky. She is <sighs> just... Divine. Divine. And what a career. A career that has just blossomed and grown and has been so, like, steadfast. But I would say she's, like... We go on in this country about Lucy Lawless. We could not say enough yeah. about Lucy Lawless. I would say between us two that their career pales in comparison. Melanie has just she was she's always been men. at it for so long. For so long. She like, caught. She was core cast. Core cast. She would have been fifth on the call sheet, fourth. She is just and then like Leonardo DiCaprio, don't look up. Like, you know, it's like that yeah. was this year as well, as well as basically the lead of Yellow Jackets. Maybe and she's then there's gonna... another there's another film on Netflix that they've been pushing, which is kind of old, but everyone's just been like getting into it because she's had this moment. The so Linsky they've been like, effect. yeah. I wonder if she will. It feels weird because then last names are the same, not or close. Their names are similar, but I feel like she would be a shoe in to play like Monica Lewinsky in like a biopic. Yeah. And I think it's because their names sound the same. But then if I think there's like... She is older. I reckon Melanie Lewinsky is older than Monica Lewinsky. Monica was 24 when it all went down. But she... But when did it all go oh, down? Oh, yeah, she does look really... But she could play Monica now. 
She could. They look so (laughs) similar. (laughs) What would the story be of Monica now? Just doing some sassy tweets and kind of like... (laughs) Yeah, just, I don't know. Living a good life. I guess you'd just make it a documentary rather than a biopic. (laughs) Yeah, but if Monica didn't want to be on camera, then then Melanie could have a little, like an earpod in her ear doing like verbatim theatre style. I would bring that back. Yeah. What was your fact of the game? Oh, that was Michael sneezing. Yeah, that's really so cute. People, that's going to be a real highlight, I reckon. <laughs> highlight <laughs> of the, the pod. people at home. Can we title please. the episode? Achoo! Please review the podcast and please mention the sneeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the fact of the, the game. The way was, that we tell people to call out or like be like, please, it's like it's like we're lost in a cave and we're like, please send down a rope <laughs> and pull us out of here. Please tell us you heard that sneeze. <laughs> Please tell us someone heard that sneeze. Please. Is anyone there? Fact of the game. The fact of the game is this. Um, did you know that Japan had the shortest ever um, anti-sodomy laws? Like the shortest lived uh, period of anti-sodomy laws. Now that's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Because um, I it lasted... Like you, oh, you go. No, no. Um, you're doing, you've got the fact. You go. Well, I want to hear what you felt. Well, I Before watched... we get into the facts, I want to hear what you My felt. My feelings already on that. Ah. <laughs> no, because I remember watching that episode of Gaycation with um, Elliot Page. And they went... As a, it was that, I don't know who they were co-hosting it with, but they went to Japan. And it was looking into that genre of like comic book that's like slightly gay porn-esque. But there's like the mm. laws of... Like the... Attitudes around homosexuality are still pretty backwards. That's why I'm confused. Well, it feels like I haven't done enough reading, but it feels like Shintoism, which is the like main religious belief in Japan, um, is kind of like sex positive. But then culturally, there's like a lot of stigma around sex and dating. So a lot of people like live with their parents until they're in their thirties, and so. I think with that comes people not expressing or exploring their sexuality as well because you're just not actually expressing or exploring mm, that. At um, all. Yeah. You know what? I've got to do more research about that. But in that that episode was like from many, many years ago. But yeah, it was like, it was such an interesting like cross-section of um, where I actually bought some of those comics. I don't know where they are. I'm in my office, so I could probably find them. But they're pretty explicit. But then, like, they yeah. always blur out the cocks. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, but it's good stuff. It, it definitely sits in the horny genre. Yeah, not sad. Not sad. Well, let me tell you that sodomy was illegal in Japan from 1873 to 1883, just 10 years, <gasps> um, because uh, samurai warriors who have a long tradition of getting it on with each other uh, mounted a like massive opposition to it, and um, the law got repealed. That is because <laughs> they they loved it too much. So hot. That's awesome, eh? Fuck yeah, I love. Isn't that, that awesome? Wow. So samurai are like gay or just liked fucking each other in the butt. Um. Hard to say, but... <laughs> Don't have the facts on that. <laughs> hard to say what the percentages were, but But it I guess that, like, like, one way would lean towards beautiful inclusion, <laughs> which is the name of my um, <laughs> next comedy fish show. <laughs> but the other way would lean towards... <laughs> I don't want to come. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to come? No one beautiful does. Beautiful inclusion. Um, 
beautiful evolution. <laughs> but the other way would lean towards, um, you know, the idea that sexuality is a, a beautiful spectrum, you know, and that everyone can, and, like, you know, and that anatomy is anatomy and butts are there for yeah. the, are ripe for the picking. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. Well, I guess any kind of um, old school military practice where it was just men together for long periods of time, and that's how it was for years and years. Of course, there was gay things happening, and of course, some of those people were fully gay. Yes. So, you know, oh, beautiful. Fun. God, yeah. we've really um, from samurai to the metaverse. Like we've really crossed it, which I love. We've covered everything. We've covered it. How are you finding? You've had a huge pivot in your life. Professionally, yeah, I would say, like, you, we used to joke about you working in the news, and now you work in breakfast radio. Do you still work for the news? Um, a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I'm, and I'm kind of overseeing the start of the news show, <laughs> at least, and then we're seeing what happens. Everything's kind of up in the air at the moment, but I also... It's up in the air, but it's all all positive, you know. So yeah. there's lots of stuff on. I've been. I I wanted to have more of a um, performance year, which is a great thing to choose in a year where live performance can, can not really happen. But I'm um, so desperate to perform at the moment. I did. Yeah. I did, I've actually even done gigs at the classic, which I like never usually do for some reason. I have no idea why. But it was just like I guess I never started there, so it never seemed like an like the obvious option to go. <clears throat> and one went so well, and the other one was so bad. Um, you were on Wednesday. I was like, God, you were good. Yeah. And you were good on a night where like it was so hot in there. Everyone was doing and everyone was doing kind of just fine. And I was like, I think this is a night where comedy can't really ever take play. And then you you got on and you killed. And then I tell you what, there was a break, and then I came back on and I killed so hard. I was like, Chris really brought this room to life in a way that I thought was not possible. <laughs> I'm so glad you killed that night. I killed it. Um, I the second night like. It felt like a RuPaul's challenge where um, the joke, when you watch a queen whose jokes are funny, but they haven't learned their order. And so they keep going back to their notes to check. Back with their notes. And I was like, I can't <laughs> yeah. believe. And it felt like so, like, I, I would rather bomb and be not funny than be scrambled and be funny, but then having to check stuff. If that makes sense. Yeah, I it was hear like you. I was like, Ugh, I'm like so unprofessional, and I just keep like having like fever dreams about that gig, being like, Ugh, but it's actually fine. But I don't think you would rather bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but then you I can blame to- it. Like you could be like, that was their fault because I know I'm funny. Versus being like, True. I really <laughs> mucked that one up. But to me, a scram- scramble gigs are part of the process. Yeah. I need to do some scrambly gigs to get to the place where I can perform good. Yeah, true. Well, That's what I was know. saying to myself on the drive home as well. I was like, it's, yeah. just trust the process. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just like, there's nowhere to do gigs. There's nowhere to perform at the moment. I'm supposed to be, like, touring the country right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm supposed to be doing gigs in Waiheke today. Thank God I'm not on that ferry, though, in, that, in this weather. In this weather? Would, lo- this, would this outbreak? I, I, exactly. I'm not worried about the outbreak. I mean, I'm worried, but I feel like we got warned. <laughs> yeah, no, neither. And I'm boosted now, and I've r- looked into it, and I'm like, I'm not really worried about getting COVID. I'm worried about the inconvenience of what happens to my house and with work and all that kind of stuff is stressful. Um, yeah. 
We but, all have to be at our jobs to do our jobs as well. Like we can't really W F H. Um, yeah, which, I definitely don't. I don't want to get COVID. I hope I, that didn't come across like I want to get COVID. That, but I'm no, just you do. not. That's what you said. No. I want it. Um, but I don't want I'm it not, either. But yeah, I'm not like as afraid of it as I used to be. I'm like I've done everything I could, and I'm doing everything I I can um, to protect myself from it. And when I do eventually get it. According to what are, what the people say about once you're boosted, you know, it won't be bad. What do you reckon is the coolest mask trend at the moment? <laughs> um, I would say laying it flat on a table to soak up all the juice from the table and then putting it back <laughs> on your face. <laughs> I feel like I see, like, I feel like there's a certain someone who wears like a black K95. Oh, yeah, they're cool. It's like quite designy, cool kids, but like mm. very like, I'm wearing the proper mask. A lot of PTs wear it and a lot of real estate agents wear it. <laughs> yes. But then I quite also like when I see the black, like, um, just like one, you know, disposable, like not K95, but just like the little sheety one. Mm. But that in black, I'm like, you're a model or an actor. You know, like yeah. those, those very kind of chic, thin veil ones. I'm like, oh, yeah. We got some K95s coming in like March. <laughs> so yeah. That's going to be great. <laughs> I wish I could make them. I wish I knew how to make them. <laughs> Have you done a saliva test? Um, no, I haven't done a saliva test, but I had done a a rat. You done a rat? How did you get a rat? I had to do a rat for. Oh no, wait. Are the rats the little stick ones with the line, or the, like the pregnancy oh, test? Oh no, ones. I did a rat. I did a. Well, I did a swabby up my nose, and then they came back with the result, which I guess was a rat. Maybe that is a rat. Yeah, but they just didn't get. It wasn't like a do it home rat. It was like my own rat. I had to do it because of an appearance on a TV show. Mm. <clears throat> Um, mm. Which I can't talk mm. about yet And they were like You need to test negative before you walk on set Very serious Wow And, and so you, did you do it like the hours before you walked on set? Yeah like at the pharmacy around the corner They'd set it up And then I could go in immediately It was so intense That's crazy Yeah I'm um, filming something at the moment And we've had to like at the start of each week Spit into a little th- saliva test Which is like so crazy because you've got to get one mil of saliva and one mil sounds like not much. But then when you're sitting in an office drooling into a tube. It's so much saliva. It's so, it takes so long. And then it comes up with this. There's this website and it comes up with like guides on how to do it. And it, it's like, think of delicious food. I was like, no, <laughs> I can't. Think All of- I can think about is the fact that I'm drooling into a tube. I always feel like when someone opens a bag of salt and vinegar chips, my saliva glands start juicing immediately. Ooh, that is so gross. <laughs> juicing. <It's> so <laughs> gross. Um, oh, my God. We've been talking for 37 minutes, I think. We've done an absolutely impeccable job. It definitely <laughs> started so strong. And then I think the last three minutes we trailed off. So we should just pick it up. There's something fun at the end. I lost. Did you? Can I? Can I? Can you see this? I I oh, lost my Apple one? Watch in the ocean, and then I used my insurance and I got a new one. How, if anyone was through, at Omaha Beach and they found it, talk me through losing your um iWatch. So it was an incredibly. It was like a humid, overcast day, but we were like, let's still go for a swim because it'll make us feel fresh for the afternoon. We were staying up north uh, in in Walkworth for the long weekend, and then so we went there, and it was like really wavy. So we were like, oh, this will be fun, and then trying to body surf, and then one time there was, and the waves were crazy big. I never should have worn my watch in, but crazy you can wear your watch into the water. It's what you can use it to track your swimming. You'd love it, Chris. I just... 
I have actually stopped swimming. That... Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, which I really wish I, I was really loving, but it just feels like I'm going to be drinking up someone's COVID fluid. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. Are you running as you much? Would. No, I fully stopped, but I will start again because, yeah, I don't really want to be going to the gym. At the, well, it depends. There's certain time frames where I'm like, I can go to the gym and I know no one will, will be there and I don't feel like bad about it. But overall, I'm like, oh, maybe I should stop going there because it definitely, I was there one day where I was like, I'm getting it today. <laughs> I was the like, gym's a busy place today. Like, I'm fortunate with my gym because it's got a huge roller door. So I just mm. work out. I'm like I'm not doing classes at the moment, but I'm just like working out by the roller door, <laughs> like, yeah. essentially outdoors. Which I thought I was never going to be one of those outdoor workout queens, but mm-hmm. then look what happens. Yeah, I think I'm going to get back into running in the home gym for a little bit, maybe as this kind of like fully peaks, um, because it does feel like the place where I'm, and because I'm like navigating professional spaces where if I bring COVID into it, I will feel bad <laughs> i will feel like a villain and i will be a villain but someone will that. bring it in before you exactly. yeah that, yeah yeah please that'd be so cool if someone else all you need is one scare before you bring it in yeah exactly so everyone's like, oh eli brought it in but he kind of brought it in like third or fourth yeah because at i think what happens as well with us is like if one of the breakfast shows because everyone is if you want to know us the secrets of radio, this is this is not for you, Chris, because you've worked there. But I love it. Though. Everything is next door, like George and yes. mine. Everything is like meters away from each other. So basically, if one of the shows gets COVID, then we're all at home. Um, doing the yeah. show from home. Yeah, there's some sort of sort of technology which we're going to use to do the show from home. Rover. They always talk about Rover, and I don't know what that is. Rover is the app. I know what it is because I, my car cannot <laughs> tune into the edge because <laughs> it's a Japanese import, so I have to use Rover. Um, but if we have to record from home, I'm like, God, that's cursed. Even now, on a Sunday afternoon, I feel annoying recording a podcast in my house so that people can hear. But if I'm <laughs> recording radio from 6 to 10 in this house, and Sam, uh, I don't know, I really don't know what space I'll go into, but then also Sam needs to like see clients as a psychologist <laughs> and over Zoom at home as well. It's going to be a whole thing. Oh my God, I love that. I love mm. that potentially one of Sam's clients could be listening to The Edge on, you know, like pre-therapy and then like yeah. goes in and it's like, oh, crossover, mm. here's the radio in the background. Well, like, well. Do you have The Edge on? He'd be like, in a way, I do. <laughs> in a way, I do and I don't want it on. <laughs> <laughs> How are you dealing with the early mornings? Do you cope? No, you never really got into naps, right? No, I can't nap. Yeah, I've had, I've done a nap once. I do cope. I do cope. I basically just get six and a half hours sleep every night. Yeah, that's, that's what I was doing. And just, that's fine. I think because I was oh, knowing I was only doing it for a couple of months, I was like, I'm never going to like try and make this a lifestyle for me. So mm. I'm going to get like four hours sleep tonight and be like, well, at least it's only till December. But you're yeah. trying to turn it into a lifestyle. So you have to kind of figure it out. Yeah, exactly. This coming week, I've got less other shit on so i think it'll be a really nice time to see how i can do it because i would love to especially if if sam's working then i'm like i shouldn't be um you know i've got time to nap and then so i can have a nice evening so i'm gonna try and learn to nap my year, I would learn to nap. My year of magical napping <laughs> <laughs> um how what are you up to at the moment 
Um, well, kind of, it's hard. You know, like, there's always stuff to be writing on that's like your own thing, like your own mm. creative endeavors. And what I've learned is I love to book things in that mean that I don't have to do them. Yeah. I, like, when I boil it down, I don't like to do that. I don't like to work. I love to show off. I love to be on stage. I love the applause. I love to be funny and everyone to think I'm funny, but I don't like working to get there. Yeah. And so the projects that I'm doing, it's like, you know, just sitting down and typing. And that is like so annoying. I'm supposed to be on the tour right now. So that would have been an amazing distraction. <laughs> totally. And then I could have yeah. written at night or whatever, being like, oh, I should do that rather than like, you've got all this time in the world to do nothing. <laughs> so that's what I'm kind of doing. But then like little jobs and bits and bobs every now and then. I had like my first day of work like last week. <laughs> but apart from I that, I had that. not earned a dollar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not one dollar. But I'm still going to get to do the tour, which is exciting. I think like, that's so cool. We're, like, we're going to so say, exciting. we're going to, I mean, it's going to be announced soon, but a little exclusive. I think it's like August. And I've seen that like other artists are coming to New Zealand in like July. So I'm like, okay. August can yeah. happen then. It will it will be fine by August, surely. Well, I'm like, surely if the borders are open, they can be like, they still have to be like, you can do a show. You know what I will say? Comedy is funnier in the winter. And I think the shows are going to be better because it'll be colder outside. I said that it was going to be, yeah, I wrote in my um, press release, like, and mm. August is so much funnier than February. It is. It's way funnier. No one's re- this. I mean, we've been hilarious today, but I feel like to be funny, <laughs> to be funny in this humidity is nigh impossible. Impossible. It's impossible <laughs> to think straight. But I yeah. haven't done. Yeah, I'm about. I mean, I'm going to go do Melbourne at the end of March. Um, and I'm so just, cool. I'm so I'm ex- so jealous. I'm, you should be. Um, it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be. <laughs> I cannot wait, and I think mm. it'll be just as shit hits the fan here, and I'm going to be like, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out to somewhere which is. Equally the same amount of numbers, probably. But it's on the downward. Yes. It is on the downward there. Yeah. But just like yeah. the attitude is like chill. And I feel like I'll be like, oh, well, I'm not, at least I'm not overloading my healthcare system. <laughs> I'm yeah. overloading someone else's. <laughs> no, that's irresponsible. <laughs> but would uh, you rather get it now here before you go or get it over there? I would rather not get it, I think. But yeah, sorry. That I mean, no, you don't, I know what you, to, mean, you though, don't have to get it. I think there's a part of me that's like, I want to beat it. Like, I would love to get through and be like, never got it. Like, because I feel like there's this really crazy attitude. Like, people being like, got it. Well, I got it. Yeah, but, and like the the rat test being like a cool thing to post on Instagram. Yes, exactly. A cool accessory. But I'm yeah. like, how cool would it be to be like, fucking bet this? But then, like, no shame if you did get it. Like, it's pretty impossible not to at this point. But yeah. I think. Mm, maybe have it here before yeah. I go. Because then you don't have to cancel any shows. Yes. And I reckon you get a nice minute or two at the start of your show about how you've just had COVID. Yeah, easy. Yeah. I don't even think I'm talking about COVID in my show. That's really good. Which is, I mean, no, I've got that little bit that I did at the classic the other day. About masks. About masks. That's about, that's about it. <laughs> You know what I think is funny is when people um, tr- hang their mask off one ear and trust that it's going to stay on. Yeah, I love that. I love it too. It's kind of yeah. cool, but um, yeah, it's sort of, I don't have the ear shape for that. I chin it. I chin it. I chin it. I chin it. I also will like 
risk strap it sometimes. That's chic. You know, like if I'm on a walk, I'll be like in busy areas, mask on. And then I'll be like walking through a park where there's like literally no one because I walk in the morning and I will take it off and put it around my wrist. Because what am I doing? Giving it to the birds? Like how long does it float in the air for? (laughs) Can the birds get it now too? (laughs) Can the birds get flu? I've never heard of a bird getting flu before. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I thought was so cool when I saw it for the first time? Now I'm seeing it everywhere. Um, it was when people hang their mask from their rearview mirror, which yeah. actually was when I, I borrowed Alice Newton's car last year and she had a mask hanging from it. And I was like, oh, she's ahead of the curve. I love that. But it also looks like dirty tissues. But I, what we do actually is just, so you've got your door handle to get in the, in the side of your car. And when you pull it open, then you just put your mask on it and it just kind of locks it in by the side of your car. And That's I, cool. I quite like that because then it's not like dooting and dooting around your face while you're trying to drive. It's just like, ooh, yeah. touch it. Actually, Michael came up with that concept. So I won't take any um, any of the validation for that. It was all his idea. He's always thinking about hacks. He's always thinking about hacks. Hacking, Michael. <laughs> it's little hacks like going to the back of an app and turning the notifications off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Okay. I think this has been really good. It's been great and for we us. Sh- we could honestly do it again. <laughs> yeah, and I think we should just try it next week. It's just like, I need yeah. to know when to be like, hey, Eli, um, I know you've just finished a glorious morning of radio. Do you want to do another talk show? But we'll just make the time. Oh, I would. I mean, I'm always ready, Chris. I'm always ready to talk to you. And this, you know, this is such a, a this is very different than being like, hey, we're giving away $100,000. And also, here's an interesting thing that happens to people who date. Call in and tell us how you date. <laughs> I love it. And I just keep thinking like, surely we've, when I was doing it, I was like, this, when will we, when will we be like, we've covered it, we've covered it all. It's crazy. But you and always the- find something new to talk about. And it always feels like you've never talked about it before. And people explode. People explode. We did one. The we did one. What are we doing? We did it on Friday. We just said, "Tell us your job and how much you earn." <laughs> we got, and everyone did it. I love. It was crazy. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to rile people up on radio. I remember my hot take was, um, "Weddings aren't fun," and it just really lent into it. And I really pissed a lot of people off. But in a way, that was like kind of fun. But just like take a hot take and then just be like, you could literally go on radio tomorrow and be like, Tim Tams suck. And then like you'd have at least 45 minutes of radio covered. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I will. I feel like I've already talked about loving Tim Tams on the radio though. <laughs> we'll come and be like, I'm a chit chat stan. Oh, because no one is. No one is. I feel sorry for the chit chat. But more than anything, I've been thinking so much about Skype as we do this on Zoom. And I feel like actually Skype, because I'm, I'm getting to a point now where I'm like, everything has, everything has like been there for a reason. Like, mm. I'm a little bit like it's all been, I haven't lost my mind, but like it's all been predetermined in a way. And I'm like, Skype was a lesson about taking your, like, taking your shot when you've got it. <laughs> <laughs> I can think about that all the time. I'm like, yeah, like Skype was this thing that was like always we're always talking about it, always had some energy about <laughs> Skype, and it was like kind of exhausting, and you didn't know why you had Skype downloaded on your laptop, and you didn't really think about it. And then the pandemic happened, and we all use Zoom, not Skype. And I was like, and that was a life lesson about like you could put all the work in, mm. but when the opportunity comes, where someone's like, step forward if you want this responsibility. And you go like, oh, I mean, does everyone else? Who, who wants, to, who wants go? to go? You don't go, me, I'm ready. Then you're going to miss your chance. And that's what happened with Skype. 
Well, it's also less than complacency, right? Because I think Skype was like, we are a video calling. And then other, other people started doing it. And they were like, well, good luck to you. And we, then, you know what? They, they, they did get some good luck. Eight shit. Yeah. What's happening? At, I would be like, oh, God. Why hasn't no one made like a Netflix documentary about it? About what's happening with Skype yes. right now. Is that the sound? Oh, I actually used to have chills thinking about it. I think I used to Skype yeah. some friends. You'd Skype in overseas. If you like, often we did Skype calling. You know, without the without the video oh, without the to thing. talk to a friend overseas. Yeah, I did that a little bit as well, and I actually used to use Skype for messaging in the same way you would use like G G Chat. The yeah. Gmail chat function. Oh, yeah, I've got a couple of G chats from like 2011. Yeah, and, so and you and they stay there. They stay, and you can find the full history. Yeah, and that's actually well, what that's the good. app G chat is for. It's about archiving old conversations. Yeah, so you and hopefully something you can expose someone for later on. Oh, that would be great for a book, mm. for a book deal, yeah, for a book, for a book, for a book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, we said we would talk too long, and then we did an extra 20. So, now we've got Beautiful. to... Now is the time. Now we got to go. We, we must say goodbye. And, yeah. so, oh, do you need do you have anything to plug? Um, nah. <laughs> I might be doing some shows at some point, but look, let's be honest, maybe not. Probably and not. Probably not. And I'm the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's been your first episode of The Male Gaze. I'm sorry, Mom, it's not a face. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.